I recently recorded a couple podcast conversations with Dr. Joel Furman. He wrote the book Eat to Live. Carrying around when I was reading it, people would come up and tell me, that's a great book. I loved it. It changed my life. It did for me as well. Up until reading that book, I changed my diet a lot for environmental reasons and didn't know what direction I was going in nutritionally. That book reinforced that the way that I'm eating now, according to him, is extremely healthy. And so I stuck with it. One of the great moments for me in a podcast was when he noticed that my hands have a yellow coloring, which he points out comes from the phytonutrients in the vegetables. So that felt really great because you can't really fake your skin being a little, having that tinge from the vegetables. I recently rewatched The End of Dieting and a part captured me. The End of Dieting is a video that it's, you can look, up, look it up online. It's him talking about the style of eating and the nutrition behind it. It's also about stopping a habit. The way people eat, they eat a lot of sugar, added sugar, added salt, added fat, and it makes other things taste not as good. If you let up on that, then eventually the other stuff tastes great. So ice cream tastes, when you eat a bunch of ice cream, apples taste not so sweet. Stop eating the ice cream. Apples, in my experience, I have more sensation of sweetness as well as complexity and nuance that ice cream lacks, despite having a lot less sugar. Meanwhile, vegetables become as sweet as fruit used to be. I love this way of living, and you go through stages. It's not like you just switch one day and decide to switch. So he talks about, well, he, he talks about food and diet, but the same stages and challenges appear in living by your environmental habits as well. Lots of things that you could call addictions, when you get out of them, you go through these same, you know, he, he starts by talking about how when you start eating in his case or avoiding packaged food, not flying, things like that, if you're acting on the environment, he describes everything I went through from feeling like I couldn't do it, like I was making my way harder or worse, like others could do it, but not me. All these challenges at the beginning, the same stuff goes through your head. But I went through all those stages and continued going through more stages until I got all the way to loving it and finding the old ways, frankly, disgusting. When I think of what I used to eat and some things I used to do, really, it's disgusting. And I don't think there's anything special about me that I have some genetics that make me enjoy vegetables more. I didn't eat many before. And when he talks about the joys, he's speaking from experience. It's very consistent with my experience that anyone can have this experience, that you can have more of what you love at less cost, more convenience, and so on. Not just about food. This is about all behavior that, you know, anything you're burning fossil fuels for. You can drastically, at least drastically reduce, if not stop using many of the uses that are burning this stuff. And we know the consequences to global warming and pollution. And for as far as fossil fuels are concerned, we have to pay to maintain the military, a pipeline, a you know, global supply chain for something that people could use a lot, lot less of. Like probably most Americans could probably drop their fossil fuel burning by something like 50, 60, 70% before it started becoming challenging. That's just doing things that simplify life and make you closer to the people around you. He says that taste buds change. They do. You will find packaged food disgusting. And you'll find fresh fruit unbelievable. I can't say for sure. I'm pretty confident in that. I'll take that bet if someone wants to. And that change will happen in other areas, not just food. You'll see buying packaged food is unpleasant. Same with buying unnecessary clothing when you don't need it. You'll replace those things with spending time with people you care about, building projects, your hobbies, developing yourself, connecting with people. So without further ado, let's listen to Dr. Joel Furman on Eat to Live. This is one clip from it. So to review what I'm saying here is that when you're a white belt, you start out eating this way, you don't feel better, you feel worse. It's important to know you're going to feel worse. You're not going to do it if you're thinking, well, I might as well go back to my old diet. I felt better eating that. You got to know you're going to feel worse in the first couple of days. 
And after you're doing it a few months, you're a yellow belt. You move up a little bit. You enjoy healthy eating. You're not going to feeling bad anymore. But you didn't lose your emotional attachment to those foods. The foods are too addicting. You're still missing those foods. When you're and your taste buds haven't changed yet in the first few months. It takes about six months for your taste to change. And you're a brown belt. Now you're, now you're starting, now you're six months or more. You're feeling true hunger in your mouth and throat. You still enjoy, you're still no longer not, you're not necessarily enjoying your healthier treats and desserts better than the old ones. That takes a little more time, but you're a black belt. Now you're eating mostly when you're hungry. You're fully in line. So a year went by. You're a black belt. You lost your emotional attachment to the unhealthy food. You enjoy your delicious dessert. Maybe you went to a party, you had a birthday party, and you chose to eat your your desserts that you liked, that are healthy for you. Like maybe it was a, you know, a raw carrot beet with um, apples and beets and carrots and, and um, a raw carrot pie. Maybe it was a, a vanilla ice cream made with vanilla bean and some frozen banana whipped with a little fresh coconut or walnut put into a delicious banana ice cream. Maybe you enjoyed that on a, onto a... But in other words, you enjoyed the healthy version more than the unhealthy version. So you figure, you know, I've lost the excess weight. I'm in great health now. I feel good. I'm off of medications. Might as well just... It's my birthday. Might as well just go out and have what I feel like having. And just as a treat. It's not going to kill me one meal. And you go out and you have some barbecued ribs... And maybe, maybe um, cheesecake a la mode, right? And you're having this feel, and you realize, I don't even, I thought I would like this because I used to love it, but now it, like the taste, my taste has gotten so sensitive, and my taste for sugar and, and spice, it's like disgusting now. You, you, you realize that you don't even, you thought you might have liked it, but you don't like it anymore. It's too overly flavored and overly, it's too, your taste buds have gotten too strong. And you can actually taste the chemical, the bleach in the ice cream, and the chemicals in the ice cream, and it's too sweet for you. You say, I'd rather go home and eat my ice cream at home, one that I made myself out of the frozen banana. It's too over... To the f- in other words, you don't realize it, that taste is learned and can be trained, and when you can... And eating a nutritarian diet to protect your health doesn't mean you're giving up pleasure in life. You're enhancing pleasure. Because I know what people are thinking. I don't know this audience particularly. This seems like a highly educated audience. But I think for most people listening to me speak, what they're thinking in their mind hearing me speaking, they're saying to themselves, I know this sounds good, logical, and scientific and everything, but I'd rather die younger and get more pleasure out of eating. And so what? I'll lose 10 years, 20 years of life. Who cares? At least I'll enjoy the life, my life more eating what I feel like eating. Isn't that what people are thinking? Right. Not you. Not you guys. Okay. All our friends. It's a myth. You don't get more pleasure out of life from eating unhealthily. It makes your life not just traumatic, but it puts you under chronic stress. It ruins your marriage. It ruins your relationship. It ruins your ability to perform at work. It ruins your intellect as you age. It ruins your enjoyment of life. And the pleasure from eating is enhanced on a healthy diet because your taste is enhanced. And I tested this out on those 750 people. We tested them. And over time, not at the beginning, but over time, they reported they liked a nutritarian diet, the taste and pleasure, as much or better than their old diet. You don't lose pleasure in life. It's everything to gain. Part of the, addictive na- part of the nature of addiction is that it takes over part of the primitive brain that creates anxiety to change, and it comes up with delusional ideas and rationalizations why you can't change. Part of the brain's thinking, oh, it's too hard for me. I, can, I have too much work. I travel with people. I have, my friends won't let me do this way. My family's going to object. This, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't handle eating vegetables. I'm not that per- strong of a person. I don't have enough willpower. It's, I'm, I've had too much stress in my life. I was abused by my mother when I was six years old. The, you have all these reasons why you can't do this delusional self-talk, why you can't eat healthy. Why it's for somebody else, not for you. 
Never the right time to quit smoking. It's never the right time to quit because I'm too much stress right now. My son functions exam. My mother my husband loses his job. I'm not pregnant yet. There's always some reason why you can't quit. But you know what? It was. It, it's not the time. To, that smoking is causing these stresses and your inability to cope with all the stresses in your life. I know that that addiction with food is destroying your life little by little. I don't know how it sounded to others when he said that you would stop loving ribs or cheesecake a la mode. It's been so long since I've eaten things like that. I don't find them appetizing at all. Maybe to you they sound appetizing. Or when he said how people say, I want to live fully, but that the standard American diet, when he said outright, it, will make, it makes your life worse. It makes your relationships worse. I don't know how this sounds to others. Maybe they think, that's not true. I, I, it makes my life better. I thought that. I had no expectation that I would change. Now I look back at that with disgust, and it's so much, this is so much better. And of course, you can only get this through experience. I recommend watching my first TEDx talk, getting the process down of how to, how to walk someone through and walk someone through and have someone walk you through this process. When you identify your deep emotions and act on them, you'll go through that experience too, and you'll love what you did. I recommend trying finding out what you care about and acting on that, not just blindly doing something someone tells you to do. That's compulsion or compliance. I mean, really doing something you care about. Nothing is motivating me to influence you except that I think that you will enjoy life more after the challenge. I believe that you will wish that you had started earlier. Why not start now? If the environment means something to you, I know you can think of things that you care about and that you haven't acted on that you'll want to act on. Sit with someone to help you follow the steps in my first TEDx talk and start improving your life. You're going to love the results and you're going to one day talk about your results and other people who follow you the way Dr. Joel Furman talked about people changing their diet. 